Hi guys, it has been quite a while. I cannot believe it's been almost a year and honestly I don't even really know where to begin, but I do know that I am very, very happy in the place that I am now. Um, mainly because I'm on the couch in my pajamas with my dog and it's rainy outside, so if you happen to hear the rain, that's what that is. Um, but it has been quite the year. Probably one of the most overwhelming in the sense that there has just kind of been like a lot of changes in my life and probably the most I've ever worked and have ever grinded and definitely the most stressful and mainly because everything was just kind of happening at once. Like all within January to August, it was just kind of like a big blur. Um, But I will say now that it's over, I am also probably the most content. And content is kind of a foreign language to me. It's like a foreign feeling that I don't really know how to like process. So I'm just kind of like enjoying it and waiting for the next shoe to drop. Um, I feel like every year that I've been here, there's always been something. Whether it was something that I've had to fix, something that I've had to run from, something I've had to run towards, um, something I've had to work for, some things um, that I've had to let go of, uh, and some things that I have had to get help for. But now I feel like I'm like in the center of this arena after attending this really loud, uh, long uh, concert, and the high is wearing off from all of the overactive energy, and you're standing there alone looking around at this big arena and you're just kind of looking around at all of the uh, simplicity of it, I guess, and it kind of feels all right. And I don't know if that even makes any sense, but that's just kind of like how I feel. Um, But most importantly, this year has taught me what I don't want. And I learned that I really like simple. I've always kind of known that, but obviously as a human, you always kind of want more and more and more, and you start to work for that more and more and more and more. The problem that I've ran into over this past year is that I found that I try like tried to rush the process a little bit, and with that came a lot of stress that I didn't really feel like I needed, and at one point in the middle of all of it, I was like, I miss things being simple. Like I miss just like not feeling like I had to work towards something. Like I miss the simplicity of like just not having anything like hanging over my head. And I learned that I don't need a big fancy house or a fancy car or anyone to understand how I live my life. And I think that's why I'm finally recording this because I know that I'm not the only one. These past two years have kicked our butt in more ways than one and not just because of COVID but I think because of everything that COVID has brought on for all of us um you know all of the things that domino affected because of COVID and that could be things that we were all probably gonna have to figure out anyway or they could be things that we never really wanted to kind of sit down and try to figure out and I think it's hard but I refuse to believe that it always has to be this hard. I refuse to believe that we always have to be working towards something, that we always have to be fighting towards something. I refuse to believe that everyone is mean and selfish, and that's just not a world that I want to be a part of at all. And if you feel the same way, I know it's hard to hold on to hope that you can't see that things are going to change, but I also believe that we can create our own light. The first step being, um, we have to start giving each other grace. We have to stop being so hard on our friends who have a lot going on. Stop shaming them for being unavailable. Instead of assuming the worst, I just... Try asking how they are. Try asking if they need anything. Don't just assume the worst in somebody that has never shown you the worst. Like that just doesn't make any sort of sense to me. You never know what people are going through. And the last thing that we need is for our friends to shame us for actually going through something. 
and I think a lot of us as humans like we want understanding and I think that's the biggest thing is like when when we feel like nobody's even trying to understand I think that's where a lot of the hurt kind of comes from and that's where resentment also builds um the second is uh to change the subject. I don't know about you, but I am so sick of talking about COVID and politics. Like those two words are just so annoying to me now. And I remember saying that last March, like March of 2020, because it was my birthday and I was like, it's my birthday and everyone's just talking about COVID. But now it's to the point where it's so numbing that it doesn't even sound like a real word anymore. And it's all that we see on Facebook, the news, alerts on our phone. It's a subconscious stressor that like we're adding it on ourselves and we may not even know it. And I love the moments that like I can strike up like a a normal casual conversation with my clients at work or strangers at the grocery store line or, you know, about anything but that. Like, can we just talk about anything except for what's going on in the world? I think it's great to be informed. So don't think that I'm ignorant and if you do then that's totally fine because you're probably right but I think there is a sense of over information that we're being offered these days with social media and I think you know taking a step back turning off your alerts or just I don't know however you can just maybe try to take a step back because that is causing you so much stress and you may not even know that and the third is just to be kind And honestly, I am so surprised at how hard this is for people because it just, it seems like nobody wants to be a nice person anymore. I think this world is making people hard and I, I've been there. I've let shitty people make me a bad person. I've let them affect my mood. I've let them, you know, do different things. Like I understand it's, it's hard, especially when you're a people pleaser, but it's just, I don't know, it, it seems like such a simple task that is just so hard for people and I don't understand why, but one thing that I've noticed and that I've learned is that if someone is not, like, just not a nice person, if they're always angry, if they're always being catty or petty or just, you know, just not being a good person or being very selfish, I've learned that hurt people hurt people. And I've always known this, but I guess I've never seen it as much as I have these days. And I think it's coming from people being scared or it's coming from people being lonely or it's coming from people being stressed. Um, Or again, maybe those people just need a little bit of grace, you know? And I've, I've been trying to work on that myself is like, if you're being a shitty person to me, I'm just totally gonna ignore you because you clearly have things going on that you need to work towards. You don't need kind of my reaction to like ignite you. And I think people just kind of mainly need to find um, contentment in themselves before they can start to put that out into the world. So if if they don't have contentment, they're not going to show it to others as well. But also, if you don't like agree with someone, you're not going to change their mind. So arguing about that isn't really going to matter. Um, If you don't like somebody, again, just act like they don't exist. Ignore them. Don't look at them in the face. Block their number. But just, like, leave them alone. You adding on to anything that is going to, again, further fuel their anger, it's not helping anybody at all. So leave them alone and just kind of mind your own business, I guess. Um, I'm just so shocked at the behavior of grown-ass 40-year-old people, like, acting like high schoolers. Or like 70-year-olds throwing a tantrum like a child. It's kind of funny to see. I mean, it was funny to see. But now it's at the point where it's honestly just kind of sad. And I'm just kind of over it. But my point is, this year has taught me that the only things that we can control is what goes on in our little world. You know, the select few friends, the few family members, you know, what goes on in your own house, like those are really the only things that you can control. And I understand that you do still have to face what's going on in the world, but I think for the most part, that starts to feel very overwhelming as well. So if if we can just kind of focus on what's going on in our own little world, I feel like our minds will just be so much more at peace. And I think that'll kind of help. But again, to start, just be kind, give grace, and find contentment 
wherever you can. And honestly, I find contentment with where I am now and I find contentment with creating episodes and talking to people about anything and everything. And um, I'm really excited for the content that we're going to have because it's going to be super lighthearted and, you know, some might be, some might not be. But honestly, for the most part, I kind of just want to stick to the lightheartedness, at least for a little bit. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I will talk to you guys soon. Oh, we're talking about Howie, by the way. Oh, oh it, it, it's recording, so yeah. Oops. We are podcasting with Howie, and he's just going to hang out with Howard. us. Howard. Um, little Howard. But, oh, well, thanks for coming over. Yes, thanks for having me. You're welcome. I know, I haven't, I feel like we hung out last week for like the first time since what? November. November. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was, yeah, November of last year at... Jolly Ollies. Jolly Ollies. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because it's already been a year and I feel like 2021 has flown by. Like, literally in one month, it's going to be November again. Yep. It's oh gonna, my, and then it'll be, oh my gosh. It'll be 2022 already. I really did not realize that. And then this year's flown by. I, I have zero clue what I did. I look back and, and all I see is the inside of a massage room. Always. And um, my dog. Those are like the two biggest things <laughs> that I've seen. What have you done all year? Um, what have I done? Well, first of all, you got a new job. You got like two new I got, jobs. Like no, you, uh, you switched jobs? Kind of, but I'm out of Durham now and I love it. Okay. Um, Is that the name of the place or what you nope. were doing? Okay. Just, I just, uh, no. Um, I'm a dermatologist now. Oh, you're at a dermatologist. I'm at a dermatologist okay. now. Um, I love it. I love what I do. I feel like I've grown. I've fallen back in love with being an esthetician because I kind of fell out of it for a little bit. Mm. I know I've kind of talked to some people about that yeah. before, but yeah, things are great. That's good. Why do you feel like you, uh, do you feel like you were burnt out on it? Because I feel like of- I got burnt out really fast because it was like, there it was is it because of where you worked or I think it was what you did I think it was where I was at because it was just so like in one person out like constantly turning over the table you didn't have time and I didn't have actually have clients and build relationships well and I'm a very personal person Mm -hmm. and when you know I'm being rushed it like kind of annoys me and I hate being late so it was like I was always late to my next person and I hated that but yeah and it's fantastic. Good. So where do you work at now? I work at Curcio Dermatology. Okay. Is that in Green Hills? It's in Green Hills. It you get is the fancy part of town. The fancy fancy. Um, where is it? It's across the street from Green Hills Mall. Okay. Good and spot. On the backside of Trader Joe's. Ooh. So I go to Trader spot. Joe's I was gonna say. all the time. <laughs> they just opened one up on Whitebridge. I literally just went there earlier today because that's oh, where yeah. I like to get all my stuff. Uh, that one's the better one on. Really? It's bigger and the parking lot is not as crazy crowded. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can walk to Trader Joe's. Yeah. So. I used to think it was like all expensive fancy food, so I never went there. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I can go like go there and get a week's worth of food for like $40. Oh, yeah. It's actually, I spend actually, more at Kroger. Yeah, no, I always spend more. Well, our Kroger, the Kroger next to my house sucks now, so I always go to Publix, mm-hmm. which that is Publix always... Publix is actually kind of expensive. It's, yes, it's more expensive, so that's why like sometimes I will just run into Trader Joe's real quick yeah. and spend $20 on stuff. I would have spent 50 And it's like healthier Publix. versions yeah. of mm-hmm. things, you know? Yes. Um, Howie. Howie is going to be such a distraction, but he's like the cutest distraction I know. I'm okay ever. with it. Can we just talk about the fact that I've now had him since last... I, I got him July 3rd of last year. Yes. So it's been over a year. He, he was born May 8th, so he's like a year and a half. The fact that I have kept a dog <laughs> alive for over a year now blows my mind. Because I just, I never felt capable of it. And, like, he's such a good dog, I feel like. Obviously, he's still going to, like, have his moments of, like, you know, chewing and just, like, barking and stuff. But for the most part, like, he's potty trained. He loves people. He doesn't bite. Like, he's honestly such a good boy. And I'm just, like, so proud that I've actually, like, raised him to be, like, a well-mannered child. (laughs) But it blows my mind. I've had him for over a year, and he's, like, a dog. Like, 
a whole I don't dog. Know. He's like a whole dog. He's You're like so a kid, fluffy. but I don't have to pay for college. Yeah. You know? <gasps> <laughs> sit down. He's Howie, sit. Sit. So you so are an oh. esthetician. I was gonna ask you, um, have you ever done anything other than skin? Mm, I mean, besides retail. Where'd you work at? I mean, before, like, when I went to... Are you talking about, wait, job-wise, right? Yeah. Yeah, I worked retail. I worked at Vera Bradley for... Oh, God. I don't remember how long. Three years? Two years? I don't know. And then, but I worked there while I was in school to be an esthetician. Mm. Um, And then I worked in a boutique for a while, and then that's when I got started into being an esthetician. That's fun. And then started at... Started at the job that launched it all. That launched it all. <laughs> do you ever miss working with us? I do. I really do. You miss the I'm people, a, though. I miss huh? the people. I miss everyone. So other than work, what else have you been doing this year? Um, not a whole lot, honestly. Just hanging out? Just hanging out. Hanging out with friends. Are you seeing anybody? I'm not. You're not? No. Sarah. Honestly, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay. I know me and you have had this conversation before, but mm-hmm. I'm okay being alone. Yeah. I'm okay not being. I, I don't have to do Yeah. I think the term alone is so misused and there's like such a negative connotation to like alone. Yes. Because dude, alone is so freeing. Like I'm in a relationship now, but I feel more comfortable being alone. Mm-hmm. That sounds bad, obviously. I love him. Like, I want to be in a relationship. But I am so good at being, like, single Mm -hmm. because of the freedom that you get. But there comes a certain point where, you know, you're eventually going to meet somebody that reminds you, like, hey, I know you're great alone, but you don't have to do it alone. So I feel like you can keep your independence and keep your, like, not singleness, but, like, you can keep that independence in a relationship as long as you find someone that doesn't also try to take it away right and i think now i've lost my <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my entire train of thought it's howie he's very distracting howie <laughs> oh okay. he's like i'm sorry howie is okay but no i just i feel like some people want to be with somebody for the wrong reasons they want to be with someone so that they're just not alone. to be with someone yeah and yeah i don't I don't feel the need to be with someone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got... I could be a lot to handle. <laughs> Same. I'm really surprised he's still he's still here. And we're almost at a year. Halloween will be one year. That's insane. That, that's insane. Because I've never... I went from never really having a serious boyfriend to now having somebody that, like, I've been you with. You Like, yeah, that I live with, that it's been a year. And what a year it has been. Because... Being with somebody on top of the year that I've just kind of had or that we've had has mm-hmm. been kind of like very, very intense. Yes. But honestly, with this past year, I'm kind of glad that he was here mm-hmm. because, you know, he, he definitely like helped me a lot mm-hmm. as well. Um, I mean, with my dog, with myself, with like just timing wise. And mm-hmm. like I've, I was able to like have him around to kind of like keep me sane which is, I think we balance each other out. Cause I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I have a lot of anxiety. I'm currently Same. also seeking treatment for like OCD. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's at an OCD and anxiety treatment center. So it's both. So every single Wednesday, once a week, like I go. And I never knew that that was anything that like I, I was dealing with. Cause I mm-hmm. thought it was just like all in my head. And I've always known I've had anxiety, but I thought everyone dealt with it. Yeah. But I didn't know that... I was having OCD symptoms along with it. I thought it was, I didn't really know the difference and Mm -hmm. I didn't ever really have the money to figure it out with like a professional therapist, you know? So finally I'm, I've been able to like literally take care of myself mentally and physically in the right ways. And I've been able to like afford to go. And when he started telling me things and telling me symptoms and certain Mm -hmm. things that I have, and with this treatment center, you have to be like approved to go. Right. So they don't really take everybody. So I was kind of like, Oh my God, the fact that I even got in, like, is something wrong with me? And so he's been helping me with that too. Just like kind of chill out and just give me kind of, um, different tools to work with when it comes to like OCD and like anxiety and just like ways to calm down. Right. Which is great on the professional level. I think everybody should get professional help when they have different mental things going on 
but it is nice to also like have a significant other mm -hmm. who kind of balance out that other part of you well, and you know understands it too and that's yeah that's a lot but even even when at times when he doesn't understand it makes me feel better that like he doesn't like try to understand like mm -hmm. and that's bad in some senses but in the way that I'm talking about it, it's really good. Like, he doesn't try to force himself into my head to understand if that makes any sense. Like, he's, he just kind of listens, and he accepts it, and he's like, I don't know what you're going through, but I'm here, and in any way that it, that I can be, however you need me, like, I'll do that. Right. Yeah, So it's know. Yeah, it's nice to be with somebody that can kind of balance out that part of you because he mm -hmm. he's pretty chill mm -hmm. he's very go with the flow and he's very like happy easygoing and <laughs> it's everything I strive to be like so it is kind of nice to like have that because it also makes me want to be like that you know so it's kind of like I don't know I like it so I like him too yeah I like him he's, he's a good one he's all right he's all right he's all right you know a year ago today it was the first time I met him oh that's right we were ago. having a bonfire. Yes, we were at a bonfire, and he pulled out his guitar and started singing. I remember I have a video of you and him singing Tennessee Whiskey together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually at a show right now performing, so. But, yeah, we're going to actually do another podcast. I just asked him today. I was like, hey, do you want to record a podcast like around the time of our one year. Oh, y'all need to. Yeah, so kind because so he was on my podcast last year and it was when it was like within the first month that he had like moved here, so we were like talking about different things and to go back and listen to that episode, you can hear the awkwardness <laughs> between the two of us and you can hear the tension. like the tension and the flirting and like, you can hear all of that. Like, I go back and listen to it, and I'm like, oh, my God. You can, like, totally yeah, tell. Yeah, but it's like, that was then, and here you are now, and yeah, Dude, it's a journey. In a year. I don't know about you, but these past two years have flown. I thought I last say, year... I thought last year flew by because of COVID, but this year... This I, year has really yeah, flown if, by. I think this year flew by faster than last year, and I don't know if it's if it's because we were we are, like, half and half in COVID, half mm -hmm. and half not. Um, well, there's just, like, I didn't realize it's been since November, since I've seen you. When yeah. When we went to dinner a few weeks ago, and I was like, I, like, it feels like yesterday. Yeah. I look in clients' history at work, and I feel like I had just seen them, and they're like, oh, no, it, it's been... That was, like, back in January. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? How has it been that long? Ugh, I don't know, but I feel like... It's just been one like, day, it feels like. I feel like I'm finally starting to, like, calm down on... Uh-oh. <laughs> Howie. That's my shoe. Oh, that's what... <laughs> but I have no idea what we were talking about. Darn, Howie. Thanks, Howie. <laughs> I gave him some peanut butter, so he should leave oh, us alone. Um, yeah, so what's what's new with you? How's your year been? Oh, my gosh. I don't know where to begin with that. This, I, like, I honestly don't even know. So, A, Morgan and I got together on mm -hmm. Halloween. Yep. And that ended my year so good. I was like, cool. Like, this year was weird but it it ended great and blah 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 which made me start the year very like powerful I was like I got so much good that's gonna come you know blah 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 <clears throat> so on on January 9th I mm -hmm. signed a contract and I bought land for a house Ooh. and so that, that was so fun and I was like this year is gonna be great I'm gonna move into my house I have a boyfriend and my dog's doing great like I have my dream car my dream house like it was like all going very well you right. know so because of that, I start working a lot because I'm like, I want to buy all of these things for my house, you know, and I, I, I paid off all of my debt like a few years ago. And so I was like, I don't want to go into debt and get like a home equity line or whatever. And I needed everything because it, it was in a new development. So it was a brand new build. Mm -hmm. So I needed a fridge, stove, everything, down, like a big down payment, like, and I wanted to get as much down as I could to avoid PMI. I needed a new couch, new bed. I wanted to put a fence up, the grass, like there was just so much. So I was like, I, and I'm going to do this all out of pocket. I had like big goals. I was like, I needed to hit this number. So then I'm working a lot. Mm -hmm. So I work a lot for a couple of months. And then in March, uh, Morgan had surgery. Mm -hmm. So he's living with me at this point. And so I'm working a lot, like so many hours. 
on top of trying to be a mom, on top of taking care of him, on top of taking care of clients, on top of, you know, trying to balance everything. My sister moved here in February. Right. So I'm trying to be a good sister, trying to be a good friend. That's a lot. And my apartment's going to shit because it was, it, there was just so much going wrong with it. My Jeep's flooding. There's just so much. R.I.P. Jeep. Dude, I miss my Jeep. I know. I loved your Jeep. I love my Jeep. But it is what it is. So in May, so this was all at the beginning of the year. So like the first Mm -hmm. half of the year, I'm like doing all of this, working and whatnot. And on top of that, when I'm working a lot because of what I do with massage, when you're in a dark room all day with nobody talking to you for hours and hours on end, it starts to get very depressing. It's very depressing. Yeah. That was another thing I noticed about me is that. I started because I mean there's no windows. There's you're no in windows a dark down there. room, especially yeah. down on the second floor. Yeah, like, we're underground. You're underground, floor. and so you never saw daylight. And I really do think that affected me as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. So that that was affecting me mentally. My mm-hmm. job in general was affecting me physically. Even right. outside of working, I I had all of these other things that I had to do and be. And, you know, and also I was also in this new relationship where I didn't want him to see that side of me. So it was also trying to hide it, but still feeling it and just so many different things. And then around May, I get a call about my house and long story short, the house didn't work out. I get all of my money back. I give back my car because I'm so sick of my car. So I give back my car. I get another car. But you know what? I then at that point, I was like, cool, now I don't have to... I don't have, I don't owe anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get this house that I have to spend 30 years paying back. I don't have this car that I always have to fix. I felt a little bit free for a few weeks there. And then things were still going wrong with my apartment. We had to move apartments and we've been in here for a few months and then it's still going to shit. Like I told you this morning, I was literally in tears with the maintenance people. I was like, you guys need to come fix this. It's flooded four times in two or three months. Uh, so yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That I mean, they really need to get on that. Yeah, they really need to fix that. So it's just been like a lot, a lot of little things. And on top of that, because of working, my mental health has not been that great, and I haven't had time to even try to help myself. Haven't had time to go to the gym. So mm-hmm. this year has just been like a lot. But I will say, like now, I feel like I can breathe, and I feel like I'm ending the year pretty clear and very strong, and like I'm kind of getting back at it. I'm getting back into my groove, like not working as much, and yes, things are getting a lot easier. Um, I've always said that you need a better work-life balance because you are always so into work. Yeah. But then, and but, I mean that's great, but you also need that life balance yeah. as well. I go all in. And the thing is, is I, but this past year, I specifically went all in because I had big goals. Right. Like I started off the year with so many big goals that I, they were so tangible to me though. Like I Mm. knew I could get to them and they were there. I just had to work for them. And my priorities were just different this year. You know, Mm. last year, my priorities were my friends. It was my time hanging out with them. It was forming relationships and all of that. Mm -hmm. And this year it kind of shifted and I don't really know a lot about balance, but, um, I did go to a conference like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was at Dave Ramsey's studio. He has this personality uh, named Christy Wright, who mm-hmm. I love. She has like a podcast and everything. Yeah. She came out with this book called Take Back Your Time. And it was oh. just kind of like talking about how to better balance like work and life and friends and kids and all of that stuff. And also still have time for like self-care because I think yeah. that's something that, that like a lot of people don't do. Yeah. Um, so that conference was really good. She like signed my book and I met her and... It oh, was cool. Yeah, it was so fun. So that kind of like, that was like three weeks ago. So that's what I'm saying. Like this past month, I've been able to kind of breathe and yeah. I'm kind of learning now that all of the, now that we're like moved in and I don't have the house and I don't have the car and, you know, I feel better. And a little part of me feels like so much more free because I don't need nice, fancy things. You know, yeah. I don't need all of these big things. I was also, I was 25 at the beginning of the year and like it as great as it is to get those things when you're young when you rush the process that's where the stress comes from I feel like and I felt like a little part of me saw saw it right there and I knew I could get it so I rushed it and I I wasn't patient with it and I think that's when things kind of started to like fall apart was because I was trying to rush the process right and it was just causing I also feel like everything happened like at once oh everything was at (laughs) once it was yeah yeah, it, it was, was a lot at once. The house, the car, 
everything was just like yeah. boom, 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 right then. Yeah, it was the house, the car, Morgan had surgery. Yep. Um, Howie had to go through training, and it was and. I have to tell you, I'm very good at handling stress because yeah. I get so like honed in on like mm-hmm. what to do. The biggest stressor that I feel like happened this year was that I don't feel like I got a I I, I don't feel like I got a lot of grace from my friends. Yeah. And I I'm the type of person where I will worry so much about how the way I choose to deal with things mm-hmm. affects other people. Right. And that's not something that is very healthy and it's not something that you should even care about because you you literally have to like do what you need to do in certain seasons of your life. And, but I, I don't know. I've always been the type of person. And I think if you're a people pleaser, then you know that, that Me. you on top of worrying about how you are and how your like health is, how your job is, mm-hmm. you're like, oh no, am I still being a good friend? Am I still being a good person? Am I still being a good girlfriend? Like right. you're then also worried about how that, how that looks to others. Right. And that's not like sustainable. Well, and I know for me, I'm a big, big time overthinker. And so I will go down a rabbit hole and then I start to like get really bad anxiety and then it just, it spirals. And with that, the only, th- I mean, everyone has a life. That sounds bad, but like what am I trying to say? It, I always hate it when people are like, well, you haven't talked to me in this long and you're not being a good friend to me. And it's like, we all go through our own struggles. And just because I don't talk to you every day doesn't mean I'm still not your friend. Just like us. I haven't seen you since November. I know. But, but it's here never, we are. But it's never crossed your mind. Like, oh, we're oh not gosh, friends like, anymore. Oh, are you mad at me? Are you mad because at me? Because also, like, yeah. we're adults now. And exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is we're adults now. Life happens. I mean, I've got friends that I haven't talked to in, oh my gosh, I don't even know how long. But to me, they're still my friend. That doesn't make them any less of a friend to me. I just also have never been that person to text like a I, I hate, hate texting, texting. I, I talked about <laughs> I I talked about this on an episode of my very first season of my podcast yeah like back in 2019 hate that it. I hate texting I don't like texting it stresses no. me out tone can be misinterpreted Absolutely. if you don't text me back I get anxious I don't like texting I'm old-fashioned I love Call phone calls yes. FaceTime calls and if I don't answer I'm gonna I always end up calling you back and I don't like having to talk to somebody every single day. Like no. when Morgan and I first, if we didn't start living together as soon as we did, and that's only because like he had surgery. So he like needed someone to take care of him. Like he needed help. Yeah. So I, that's my Howie. So <laughs> if we weren't living together, I don't know how often we would have talked to be yeah. honest. And, but because we started living together so soon, which was also like a really big adjustment for me also this year was like going from living alone and being single to like living with somebody 24 seven was like, that was also a big adjustment. Cause I felt like I also didn't have the freedom to like clear my head, right. but Hey, everything worked out. Everything's good now. Yes. But, um, I lost but, my entire train of thought again. Um, uh, no, but I mean, I'm the same way. I hate texting. I'm really bad about opening up text, replying in my head, and then hours or even days later realize, oh my God, I never replied to so-and-so. Yeah. And then, then I feel like an awful person because I'm like, yeah. oh my God, they're trying to talk to me and I haven't responded. If it's like a question, okay, yeah. I might text a question. I don't like having full-on conversations. No. Like, how are you doing? Or like arguments. I, I don't like that. I don't, I, like, I, that I don't like the paragraphs. I don't either. I'd rather, you know, call me. Just call me. I also, as you were saying, like, mm-hmm. I feel like as adults now, we're like young adults. Like, we're adults, yeah. but we're, we're not like adult, like adulty adults. Adulty adults? We're like adult adults. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're not the, ad- I don't know. But you we're know what I'm like saying? Like, we're not like our parents yet. No. We are still in our mid 20s trying to figure it I'm out. I'm still trying to figure this shit out. Dude, I, I still don't doing. know what I'm doing. And I feel like I've done well, but I still have no idea what I'm doing. No sometimes. idea. I, I think I seriously have like a midlife crisis once a month. They not call, joking. They call it a quarter life crisis. Well, and it's I a have real it thing. like all the time. Well, especially now, being in our mid 20s right now, 
with where we are like with social media and stuff mm-hmm. a lot of people have that issue because we all compare it to like oh, things I online i don't mean to but i know I yeah do. well i think that's why also i was like so like wanting to buy a house and stuff i was like ooh, i i feel like i should be here because so and so is you know and like right. i'll do it and because of that comparison i then like stressed myself out and gave myself like 27 mental breakdowns in mm-hmm. the past nine months that it's like and it wasn't worth it. So yeah. I literally gave back everything, my house, mm-hmm. my car, because I wanted to feel myself again. Right. And I finally feel myself again because I got rid of all of that comparison, realizing, look, all I want is like my dog and my boyfriend and a couple good friends and that's communication it. with my family. Yep. And to me, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. And because I've also now had time to finally focus on like my mental health and anxiety, I feel so much more clear, so I'm really hoping maybe next year we'll slow down a little bit, Don't and we can kind of, Howard, I swear to dog, <laughs> you are just, but as you were saying, everyone yes. is going through their own, like, their phase own, in life. Yes, and I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just a weird time in life, and yeah, it's just a weird time, and I feel like I'm kind of going through a weird time because it's again, it's one of those things. Is like, what am I doing? I compared to all my like, I'm really bad about comparing to my sister, especially. Is she older than you? Yeah, she's older than me, but and she just bought a house, which so happy for her. But it's just still, it's like, oh my gosh, when am I gonna get to do that? Yeah. When am I gonna, you know, have all this? When am I gonna get married and have a house and do all this? But yeah. then it's like. I need to realize that I just need to chill out. Yeah. Like I'm doing okay. I'm, I mean, I'm doing great, but I mean, I've been lately it's been, I've been in a better mental space than I have been in the past. Well, that's good. So, um, so you're happy with your job? I am. And your friends? I am. See, I feel like if you're happy with those basics, it makes it easier to like be happy elsewhere. Right. You know? And yeah, that's why I think like right now I'm I'm in a good space because everything's going great. Every I mean, I've got a good job, I've got great friends, I've got I've got everything I want right now. Yeah. And then I, I just need to slow down. Yeah. But and enjoy it. And enjoy the time I'm in, because not everyone. I mean, you're not gonna get it back. Yeah. You know. Well, also, I feel like sometimes we're so into what's next, what's next, what's next, That's that me. we don't focus on the now. The now. That's and me. That's, yeah. I always focus on what's next. Yeah. What can I be doing next? And that's where I, like, start to spiral. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, like, I will shut down, like, totally. Like, I won't talk to anyone. Like, that's how people know oh, yeah. I'm going through something is because... I isolate. I isolate. I shut down. I don't want to talk to anyone. I won't reach out to anyone. If people text me or call me and I won't answer, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And lately, I mean, honestly, for the past few months, I haven't gotten to that point again, which makes me feel good. That's good. So that's when, like, you know that you're growing. Yes. You know, but also I feel like because I'm the same way, I think sometimes we isolate and we do that because we don't want to put our shit on other people. No. We don't oh, I want, don't. and I understand that, like, that's what friends are for. But I feel like for the actual mental things, right. I, I personally have always been the type where, like, I've always talked to a professional. I've never really mm-hmm. gone to a friend and, like, put heavy-ass stuff on them yeah. because I just don't. Some people do, and that is great. But I think when we isolate, it's because we know that we're going through something, and we know n- not that we feel like they're not going to understand, mm-hmm. but us telling them is not going to change the way that we feel inside. No. You know, it's not, like... Yes, I understand that they would listen, but sometimes us sitting there explaining everything and speaking it out into existence, Mm -hmm. you know, it just honestly sometimes makes it worse. And if we keep it in, it's not like out there in the universe to become this bigger thing. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know. It's like how they say don't speak negative things because it becomes what you are. Right. And so I think it, I think it just helps sometimes to not stay in your head. But stay, like, just keep to yourself enough until you kind of know that you're ready to talk about it, too. Right. And that's how I am. Like, I won't talk about it until I'm ready to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, if people, that like, bother me and be like, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, 
I'm going to shut down even more because yeah. it's like, I'm not ready to talk about it. And until I am, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything yeah. and I'm going to stay in this bubble. I'm yeah. In, pretty much. So, I mean, it's hard, but I mean, I think it's just the, the point in life where yeah. it's just a weird time. Yeah. I always like to talk about it after I'm done going through it, which is also why I'm yes. now ready to like start my podcast again and like right. sit down with people and talk and stuff Mm -hmm. because I now have the clear mind to do so. I now have the clear mind to sit and like listen to someone's story. I now have, you know, the clear mind to sit and like figure out what I want to talk about and not talk about it while I'm going through it. Cause if I had done this and sat and talked about how my year was going in May, I would have sounded like a jumbled mess. I probably, I probably already do because I haven't really sat and explained what was going on. And so this is like the first time. So hearing that it sounds like a lot, but if I had done this back in May, I would have given you like probably a, different an anxiety attack. <laughs> I would have been like, here I am. Because I even asked Morgan, I was like, do I give you anxiety? And he said, sometimes when you're talking about something, you just talk about so much like for so long because I that's how my brain works. That's what anxiety is. It's thinking about every single scenario at once and trying to get it all out. Yep. And, and then it just comes out. And then it mess. comes out and then it's like nobody even listened to what you were saying because their mind their mind can't process all of those words at once you know but that's my point is like now I feel like I'm like getting better and calming down and I'm excited I have like some trips planned and we're gonna start next year and I my goal for now I'm already planning next year and Mm -hmm. I have two words that I want to make like a mantra starting in January is um balance and budget so budgeting as far as like money wise and I need to do better yeah I mean <laughs> I'm doing fine like I follow Dave Ramsey so like I'm fine but I need to find the balance yes. with that mm-hmm. as well as like it's okay to spend money on like dinner like go right. on a vacation and not worry about it you know exactly. but also balance in like my personal life and just kind of you know it's okay to you know right just do like random stuff and not feel guilty and not feel like oh my gosh I could have picked up a shift at work you know because yes. like work I is do not want everything. you to get out of that mindset well so that was I, one my my goal for you <laughs> is that so I was actually talking to my therapist about this and he made a good point and it was because he said basically the way that I work is mm-hmm. like when I get very focused on something I that's all that I see and sometimes when it starts to feel overwhelming or when I feel upset or stressed or whatever as a human, we turn to things that we know we're going to succeed at. And what I know that I'm good at is my job. Right. And I know that, that like, I love hearing, and it may be the people pleaser in me, but when clients say, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Like, I know that I did that to help you. I'm glad, like, I love that I helped you. Now, I, I feel the same way yeah. with my It's like, oh my God, they get off my bed and they're like, oh my God, that was the best facial I've ever had. I feel so good. Yeah. Look at my skin. It looks so good. So that I totally Yeah, understand. it's like an it's, ego boost. It you is. Know? And it's it, not just about your ego. It's, it's very just like, fulfilling. Yes, exactly. It's very fulfilling. And yes. it gives you that um, serotonin. Is yes. that the right word? Yes. It gives you that serotonin boost of like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm happy again. It's kind right. of like when somebody posts something on social media, we do it. And if we see a like, like it's it like a boost good. in our head. It's like mm-hmm. an endorphin boost. Yeah. And like, that's how it is. So when you're stressed and you feel like you don't have any control in your life or in your head, mm-hmm. when you lean on something that you're good at, you know that you're going to get that satisfaction exactly. of like, cool work does not let me down. I know right. I'm good at what I do mm-hmm. and it's so easy. It's flexible. I can add on as many hours as I want, mm-hmm. you know, and I make money doing it it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to lean away from that. And it is. he said a little part of me is like, I have to lean away from, I, I have to kind of lean off of that because there are some things that I do need to face right. and like work on. And I can't keep masking that with getting these little with serotonin boosts of work, work yeah. you know, because of what I do, it's physically and mentally exhausting, it is. you it know? Really is. And it really does kind of take a toll. And when it takes a toll on you work-wise, you know, you're not going to be your best self when it comes to your boyfriend, to my sister who just moved here and I've hung out with her like a handful of times or with my friends, you know, but that's my point. It's like, I feel like we're all in different phases, but that's like, we need to give grace. As I said before, I don't feel like I've got a lot of grace from friends. Right. And 
I just feel like instead of somebody saying like, oh, I feel like you got a boyfriend and you forgot about all your friends, mm, that's actually not the case. If you had at any point asked me what was going on, you would know that there were other factors. You would know that actually being in a relationship was very hard for me to adjust to. It was- you're You're so used to being single. Yes, well, I'm used to being single, and not even just that, we started living together right away because he had surgery. So not only did I have to be there for people at work and take care of people at work Mm -hmm. and do all of this stuff, I then had to take care of him, which obviously, like, I wanted to do. It's not, like, a bad thing, but it's just to go from being by myself to Mm -hmm. being with somebody 24-7, living with you, and not having that, like, you know, dating time in between, like... The way our relationship works is a little bit different, but it's just like we didn't really have that ease into it. We kind of jumped in the deep end, Mm -hmm. and I think it worked out. We got close very, very quickly, especially because of his surgery and where it was (laughs) and what I had to do for him. It was – I I think it really helped us very easily, Um, and it helps that we were kind of similar to each other from our past. So, But it was a lot, and as I said, if – if a friend had just asked me, instead of assuming I was a bad friend no. for isolating or thinking it was just because I wanted to hang out with my boyfriend, that's actually not the case at all. Right. But that's my point is like, you don't know what anyone's going through. No, like you don't. personally, professionally, whether you're in a store and you see somebody screaming at a clerk, like what if that clerk is like on their breaking point because they had like a family member die? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know you just don't what's know. going on in people's lives. Yep. So I think everyone just needs to chill the fuck out personally and like give your friends and your family and strangers the grace to just like just be a kind person because I swear to god if you will at say if you're a stranger yeah and if I ask you how are you and if you can tell when someone means it or not and that can really change someone's entire day oh absolutely absolutely and I mean I think just the times we are in right now not just I mean of course but like over the past two years <laughs> yeah exactly it's just like everyone is going through something and I don't and I feel like people will get I don't know, this sounds wrong but selfish very oh, yeah. selfish and people just just yes like you're saying just give grace yeah and life's hard <laughs> yeah. damn it well if someone's not responding or if someone's isolating your first reaction is to think that they're a bad friend. Why don't you check yourself and check right. your ego and be like, why do I deserve their time? Maybe exactly. they're going through something. Or maybe, I swear, if you just ask somebody, A, how they are, B, is there anything I can do to help? Yeah. Even if they say no, the fact that you cared enough to offer will be like such a game changer mm-hmm. in their world. Yes. 2020 and 2021 have been difficult for everybody in exactly. different ways. Exactly. On top of the world going to shit. That's what I mean. Everybody has personal shit. Yes. And it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to handle. It's a lot to deal with. And one thing I would want, like, you and all my friends to know is that, no, I don't know what you're always going through, but if you called me in the middle of the night and said, hey, I'm going through something, I just need to talk, I would hope that all my friends, including you, know that I will listen. Oh, thank you. I'm well, but it's just like I know what it's like to not to or feel like you don't have anyone. Yeah. And yeah, that's see, and that's good. I mean, not good that you feel like you sometimes don't have anybody, but I feel like you can tell the people that have really not it. And I don't feel like we have to go through a lot to know this, but if you've ever like felt like alone or like sad or if you ever had to like go through something alone, you can kind of tell who has because those people have sympathy. They have empathy and they have um, a lot of grace for people to understand that there's not everything is what it seems and that there's all, there's always something. And even if, Mm -hmm. as both of us said, like both of us are in a pretty good spot now and we both are able to kind of breathe. We're both pretty happy. We're both in good places right now. But there's always going to be something. Right. That I mean, change tomorrow. Yeah. But, hi. Yeah. But you can come in. I'm sorry. That's okay. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. My boyfriend just walked in the door. And so I actually want to ask you something. Come over here. So 
we were, oh, guys, this is Morgan. You can say hi. Hi. You might remember him from my, the episode that we recorded, like, almost a year ago. I was just, I was actually just uh, telling Sarah, I was like, I re-listened to it, like, a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, you could hear the, like, awkwardness and the flirtingness and the, the tension. like, the, the tension for sure. It was so funny. Well, just like a year ago today, I met you for the first time. Yeah. At the bonfire. Was it a year ago today? It was a year ago today. Sarah has popped up on my memories. On her like Snapchat memories. No shit. And I have videos of you two singing Tennessee whiskey together. Aww. 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 And here we are. (laughs) And here here we are. are. Anyway, so we were later. We were just talking. Yeah, we're gonna do a podcast on our one year, which is in a couple weeks. Um, We were just talking about (laughs) just like how people should give each other grace over this year because I feel like the past two years have been like a lot for a lot of people. So, giving each other grace and like kind of what we want to focus on starting next year and um, just ending the year. And uh, so, what's something that you feel like you've learned? over this year or especially some, being in Nashville well yeah this well is... over the past year I've learned that you gotta take you time and it's nice to have time off work and not be working so hard you know to where you can't really do what you want to do I feel so attacked I'm just kidding <laughs> no. I'm just kidding it's just not or it's it's nice to not work as much yeah you know and not you know take some some days off and coming from you who took three months off of work well yeah that's what i'm saying that's what made me realize that you don't need all the time off in the well, world, no, he had, so, like, i was just <laughs> no i, I he, know it's he like, had surgery so he had to take like different. three months but off. yeah it's it's times like that when you realize that you have all that time to yourself and you don't know what to do with it you know yeah. and it's just like what am I going to do today? Yeah. You wake up and you're like, am I going to sleep till noon? Or am I going to get up and try to do something yeah. today? You know, I feel like you use that time wisely though. Like you were playing music in the room and stuff. Yeah. I got definitely got to do what I wanted to do. You know, so definitely balance. I feel like, like it's good to work, not work too much. It's good to have you time, mm-hmm. but you don't need like three months. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Three months was definitely way too long. Well, you don't have choice. Right. I don't know. But, Still, he couldn't even sit down without mm. being it, in pain, being in pain, or being uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Okay. That's bad. Well, thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye. I don't know, cause now I lost my entire train of yeah, thought because you came fun. in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was I was gonna text you, but I didn't know if you guys were doing this. Uh-huh. I, I was gonna interrupt you. <sighs> it's okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh. I don't know, but I think we did actually get our point across about just so. kind of giving each other I think grace so. and just like, I, let's just take a deep breath. <sighs> I need to do that more often. That's good. Do you know how good that feels to just fill your lungs up with air and mm-hmm. just like, I went to the gym today and which I, that's something else. Like we all know how much I love the gym. I need like, you to be my person. I'm a certified personal trainer. Like I literally, it's been almost eight years since I started my like fitness journey. Mm-hmm. I still get so excited to wake up early in the morning and like go to the gym. Like that's, that's how awesome. I know it's something that I'm going to transition into, which is also another one of my goals. I have this conference that I'm going to in Scottsdale in January mm-hmm. and it's like this fitness business conference and they just kind of talk to you. It's a two day conference. Um, in Scottsdale, which I've never been, so I'm really excited. And they just kind of talk to you about, like, how to build your business online, and it's specifically for fitness, so Mm -hmm. I'm actually really excited because that is one of my goals. I love massage. I will always probably do it part-time. I will take house calls. You know, I would... I like house calls more than going to work, actually, because I get to, like, go into people's houses, and I work with, like, a lot of the stars. Like, that's something that eight-year-old me would, like... Die over. Die over. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to leave that behind. No. You know? And I love massages just like physically a lot and mentally yeah. a lot. So I'm always going to do it part time. But I want to transition to doing fitness full time because that is something that I still like get so excited over. Um, and I haven't really made time for that this year. Right. And like that makes me so sad. But I did sign up to do... Um, the St. Jude Marathon. I'm only going to do the 5K, though, because I don't have time to train for even a half. When is that? So, it's uh, November 20th. So, if you want to do it, it's only, uh, it, it's only a 5K. Oh, okay. I don't run. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> we run from our problems. Yeah, no. no, I run from my problems, not physically run, though. Mm-hmm. Um, well. So my ballet teacher growing up, I used to dance, yeah. of course. And our ballet teacher at one point was like, you know, it's bad for dancers to run. So I took that and ran with it. Literally. Like, it's, it's bad for me to run. <laughs> but you don't even dance anymore. You can't no, use I that as but excuse. <laughs> Still. Mm-hmm. It's okay. bad for I understand. Me to run. Hey, it's all good. You you get your fitness however you want it. Oh, but I don't though. <laughs> Dude, I will train you. Yeah. No, I really need. I I really want to I'm excited cuz that's something that I am going to I I've been patient with it. That's something that I know I always want to do and mm-hmm. so I'm going to finish off this year. I'm still working obviously with massage, but I have so much I'm only working 3 days a week now. Starting in November, my schedule is only three days a week. And I specifically, my therapist was like, do not pick up. No. He was like, just go one month without picking up. And it's like just OCD feeling. If I see a gap, I'm like, I can work that. But he was like, just practice it for one month. Like Mm -hmm. you don't, I don't work for the money anymore. It's not about the money. I don't need the money. It's, it's this OCD feeling of like, I could be doing something more and not giving my, I talk about needing to give other people grace. I need to give yourself. Well, everybody needs to give themselves grace personally, but I need to like chill. So he was like, don't pick up. So in November I changed my schedule at work because that's how much I need to back off of massage a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, honestly more so for the mental aspect, I need to not be in a dark room. It's so depressing and so anxious feeling. And I'm going to spend November and December just working out, where I'm going to spend November and December getting back to where I want to be and getting to where I need to be to start January and start after that conference and start January and start 2022 mm-hmm. focused on fitness and focused yeah. on having a career that I like love and that's healthy for me and healthy for other people and it lets me interact and you know there's so many different avenues that I can go down with online training in person right. instructing um, I can do so many different things with that. And I'm, I'm excited because I think that will be, that will be a good job that I can work at all the time because yes. it's interactive. It's yes. not unhealthy. Well, you know, you're not sitting in a dark room silent all day. Yeah. Cause that's, that's very depressing. I mean, I pop in an AirPod for the most part. So yeah, I listen to podcasts and stuff, but even the podcast and that little AirPod in my ear, mm-hmm. I don't, that becomes numbing. Like that's how much yes. I'm burnt out on it. Well, and, and I know for me, it I didn't realize how much it affected me mm-hmm. until I left. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, like, yeah, sitting in a dark room all day. Yeah. Not talking. I mean, talking to my clients, but. But you, yeah, but see, no one wants to talk during But no one wants to talk. Mm-hmm. So then it's like. Yeah. And I don't, don't want to, like, I love my job and I love where I work. I've right. never had any issues. It's not, I don't want to leave because of my environment. It's great. Mm-hmm. My job and I love everyone that works there. It's like, basically it's for me. And I put on that anxiety myself. I'm, they don't work me to death. Yeah. I'm, I'm the one who's like, here's, my, here's an entire month worth of shifts <laughs> that I want to pick up on top of taking. And it's like all your free days. I think I get my work at work ethic from my parents because they both own their own businesses growing up and Mm -hmm. so they were always working always working yeah and like I saw that modeled to me and so now I'm like oh that's what I need to do as you know but we're learning we're learning I think that's the point that kind of you and I are trying to make is like everyone's learning everyone's growing Everyone needs to chill out and breathe and well I think last year and and this year you know, because we all weren't sure how long COVID was going to last. Right. Not that COVID caused everything, but COVID was definitely a domino effect to a lot of other stressors that led to people changing careers or jobs or their mental health. And mm-hmm. I think the past two years has just been a lot for people. And it's, I feel like there's starting to be a light at the end of the, at the, end of the tunnel, but I think that light kind of starts with ourselves yes. and starts with making sure that our four walls are safe mm-hmm. and healthy and good. And I think that's where it starts. And your friends. We have to make sure we're okay, but we have to make sure that our friends are okay. Yes. And give them the grace if they need it and yes. not jumping to conclusions or blaming them for not being there. Right. Because you never know what anyone's going through. No. Isn't that right, Howie? That's right, Howie. Howie, you've been so good this whole time. Can we just, like, talk about that for a second? I can't believe how big he is. He's so big. And he's just like a little fluffy ball. He's just a little floof. And he just hangs out all you the time. Floof? 
we let him sleep in the bed and he sleeps like <laughs> a human with his head on the pillow and it's the cutest thing and You're i just, just so love goofy him. i will say i got him july of 2020 mm-hmm. he came into my life at like the perfect time like yes. the perfect time i would agree with that and if you don't have a dog for anyone out there who doesn't have a dog Y'all are missing out, because dogs, I swear, I haven't even needed friends over the past two years, because he's all you need. the happiness, like, he gives me grace, you know? If I'm ever mad, he doesn't, you know, hold that against me two yep. days later, yep. you know? Like, and he lets me sleep, and he doesn't get mad when I don't want to play with him. Like, God, we all need dogs in our life. I need another dog. You have how many? Well, now? Yes. None. Well, what? I mean, I have a family dog, but, like, I have Oh, my past dog. too. Your, my, my babies. Yeah. yeah. What kind of dog do you want to get if you get Oh, one? hands down another pit. Really? Absolutely. My friend I has refuse. two pit bulls, and she literally got a third one. Yeah. Like, she loves I refuse to get anything besides a pit now at this point. I've heard they're honestly pretty sweet. Like, they're the best dogs. They're very sweet. The best dogs, hands down. Cute. Yep, I will not accept anything besides a pit. A you don't want a kid? A kid? No, yeah. No. Oh. Not, not yet. I've okay. got nieces and nephews for that. Okay. Right now, Dude, so. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, my parents are like pressuring, well, not, not literally, but yes. they're being parents, like just right. wanting to be grandparents. Right. And I'm like, I got y'all a grand dog, okay? That's the best I can do right now. My sister's about to get married, so I'm like, let her go have the kids, and I will stick to the puppies, because isn't he so cute? I'll have all the grand dogs. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we don't have to pay for their college. That's that's mine. And that is the end of it. So, (laughs) well, (laughs) Hallelujah. You brought some water everywhere. Howard. Was that still recording? No. (laughs) Well, at least you know if you ever want to babysit Howard. You can babysit Howie. <laughs> oh, I will always babysit you. Huh, Howie? You come hang out with me? He's like, I just like friends. He goes to daycare. He I loves cannot me. believe that. They have dogs in daycare. I just love it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So he gets along with other dogs well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because every time I pick him up, well, I, it was like more so, I don't know if he goes there anymore, but every time I pick him up, your water water. Um, they would always say he loves it. He was playing with everybody. And there's this golden retriever named Cash that mm-hmm. goes every Tuesday. Yeah. And apparently him and Howie are like best friends. So Aww. I'm like, now I have to take him every Tuesday so that he can see his best friend. And they haven't said anything about him. So I'm like, I wonder if I want to ask about him and see if he still goes. Because I'm like, the fact that he has like a little golden retriever friend, I'm like, a little like buddy. they make friends at school. <laughs> oh, I was. You have a little buddy. I was talking to somebody about that actually. They, they made a good point and said, do you realize that a lot of the friends that you have during your childhood all depend on where you sit at in class? Like, how, like, oh. some of the teachers sit you, and, like, you normally, for, like, 60% of your friends, like, come from where you sat as a kid in school. Like, that literally can designate a best friend for life. Do you realize that? Isn't that interesting? I don't I know where I read that. that. I think I read it or someone said something, or it was on the radio or something, but I was like, that's interesting, because, like, that's so true. I never thought about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really have any childhood friends, though. I feel like but, a lot of my childhood friends are people I danced with. Yeah. I mean, I'm still, like, friends, like, on social media with them, but, like, yeah. it's not anybody that I'm, like... I'm gonna reach out to. Yes, like, yeah. Yeah. But that's, social media can't be good. It keeps you in touch with people without, you know, losing that, yeah. but it is bad for the comparison, but... There are days I'm ready to just delete it. <sighs> I know. Well, but I want to be an online personal trainer, so like social oh, so media can't. is gonna be. I know, but you know what? We're gonna cross that path. When we'll we get, get there. Cool. Yes, yes. Can, this is mine, Howie. Okay, I think this is our time to go. But thank you for <laughs> coming on. Thank yes. you for coming over. Thank you for having me. Well, now that we're like a little bit more free and we have like a little bit more time, and you know, this year I feel like has been a lot, but I feel like it's starting to chill out. We should definitely like. Do this again. There's so many things that I haven't done this year that I now want to like cram all into. And now it's fall. Like there's pumpkin patches and haunted houses. And we'll talk about the haunted house. I'll. Are you? See, there's two types of people. People that want to scream and people that don't. See, I'm not usually a haunted house person. The last haunted house. They're not even scary anymore. Okay. So listen, the last haunted house I went in, I was carried the entire way through. By a boyfriend? 
by my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. I was on his back the entire time. I remember going in with a full face of makeup on, coming out with like nothing on yeah. my face. Sarah. So that was fun. I Who hurt you? Oh, I don't do kidding. haunted houses. I don't. My thing is like when they try to touch you. I yeah. know they're not supposed to touch you, but I've been touched it's before. the attempt. Yes, and it scars me. Or did scar me. Yeah. So... I will try it again. Let's do a hayride. I could do a hayride. We'll do a hayride. Okay. I'll do like the haunted hayride. No, but like we can just do a normal hayride. Oh, well, I think they have like a haunted hayride too. Okay. I think. I mean, I. I mean, I love everything scary. Morgan and I. That's all we really watch is like scary stuff. Yeah. Right? No, I, I. Scary movies. Down. Okay. I'll watch all day. But going to an actual haunted house freaks me out. There's but you know, house. I'll do it. I'll do it. Good. There's a bunch. but it's got. I've got to be with a group of people though, so I can hide in the middle. Okay. Okay. So we'll make that. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Well, I will leave you on this note. Um, <laughs> how do you? Oh fuck! I'm gonna ruin the joke. Morgan, what was that joke that you told me? Oh. Wait, he's gonna come. I wanted to leave you with this joke. Are you ready? I'm gonna let Morgan tell you the okay. joke. Okay. All right, guys. Are you ready? Get close. Get close. Come on. It's so funny. It's a knee slapper. Oh, God. How do you fix a broken pumpkin? How? A pumpkin patch. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye.